0: Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Britnology, the podcast where we attempt to get to the fucking bottom of what is up with this island, this this, this moistened rock in the middle of the North Atlantic.
1: Uh, I'm Milo Edwards, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Nate Bethay. Hello, lovely day. Probably the coldest day that I think I've experienced in the United Kingdom, which is not a particularly out-of-the-ordinary cold for, say, warm place. say, New York. Like, this would be... Mm. this would, I mean, it sucks when it's below freezing, but that's pretty typical. Yeah. Uh, but definitely the coldest that I've seen it get here. So, you mm. know, it's maybe, maybe the... Yeah, jet- well, it was, like, minus seven the other night, which yeah, is, like, yeah. Moscow vibes. I, I cycled in today. Minus seven for American listeners in centigrade, not Fahrenheit. Minus seven Fahrenheit in the UK would be, like... Everyone would be losing their shit because all the yeah. buildings have their pipes they'd be on the like, outside. First of all, how much is that? <laughs> yeah, all the buildings have pipes on the outside. So, like, if it got to legitimate like polar vortex temperatures, like it does in the northeastern United States every now and again, everyone's water pipes would freeze, uh, mm. and it would it would be it would be a sad day. We'll put it that way, because yeah, Things nobody to would. Look have forward water. to when the Gulf Stream stops.
0: Yeah, um, and uh, we are joined by a very special guest this week, Phoebe Roy.
2: Hello. Thank you very much for having me.
0: (laughs) It's like you've come round for tea at a friend's house.
2: (laughs) And I'm going to make
1: you a nice big glass of high juice. Yeah, we're going to argue about this.
0: You never had a glass of high juice at a friend's house as a kid? It's like a a kind of orange What is a
2: glass of high? Uh.
1: We have this thing in the US called high (laughs) C. Is it the same thing? No, it's different. It was like a, I think it
0: I don't think it was Robinsons. It was like another brand, but it was like it was another like orange squash thing. It was like spelled like H
1: I dash juice. See, in America, it was H I dash C, like vitamin C, but yeah. it basically was like I've seen that thing in America. It's 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 basically like just as bad for you as Hawaiian punch. Like just yeah. it's just pure sugar. At this point, what is it? Um, high fructose corn syrup and just like really intense it, yeah. coloring. Mm. Well, as I uh, believe
2: I've told you, I have got into trouble before for a squash-related faux pas, so I'm afraid I'm just going to have Squash-related faux pas? Yeah, I got accused of uh, classism because I said that orange squash and orange juice weren't the same thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Saying things that are true is classism, as we know. A girl tried to throw me out of my own house at a party when I was, like the house I lived in at a party in college because I offhandedly said that Mountain Dew was kind of a white trash drink and she was furious <laughs> with me. So, and she was, she was furious with me. And, and, and imagine, <laughs> were you living in Durham at imagine, this point? Imagine a, 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 at a party, a girl in like cut off shorts, cut off so short that like the pockets basically look like fucking saddlebags. And <laughs> she, <laughs> she's eating from a nose bag and as she's, she's like doing taller that. than me and she's just like, Get the fuck out. I'm like, bitch, I live here. Yeah. So, <laughs> although the squash Get versus the orange, orange juice, uh, classism debate may seem intensely British, we have our own variety of this. Mm. It's just, okay. yeah, is, is, right. is Mountain Dew a white trash drink? Yes, it kind of is. That doesn't mean Mountain Dew isn't good. It just yeah. means that, like, Mountain Dew has a certain connotation and I say that as someone who's descended from like white trash so intensely white trash that literally my grand my grandparents' parents were just like Yeah fuck we can't afford another baby just abandon him on an island and someone saved and that's him That's how Nate came to Britain. Someone saved him but otherwise yes my, my grandfather was uh, left out on an island in pure Spartan fashion when he was like eighteen months old.
2: Mm. I was gonna say what like the Spartans Yeah Im- Nate's family that's are incredible.
1: true warriors if the, if the Spartans did bootlegging in NASCAR racing Then yes, 100% <laughs> Which in the modern day they absolutely would Oh yeah, well they would oh, fucking 100%. hate cops mm, And they would yeah. love doing crime And they would probably find some way to have weird family sex Because that's kind of the thing that they do And that's also a white trash thing so. yeah. Because in a way, like the NASCAR
0: drivers are the Spartans And the NASCAR viewers are the Helots
1: Getting, you're getting yeah. two classics education for me there, Milo. <laughs> All right. I know a couple of Greek god names, a couple of Roman god names, uh, a couple of th- things that are tied to the fact yeah. that months are named after certain Welcome emperors. Welcome to Hellenology.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, the Helots were the slave population of Sparta. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can. I can uh, sorry. Yeah, and I'm really sorry to do this to you, but I'm also a classical education person and can confirm that he is correct. You've been ambushed.
1: I know. One of my best friends from home actually got a classics PhD. So I am used to having this happen. Mm. But uh, the thing I would say is with NASCAR is that they um, it started out as just people doing bootlegging. And then they're like, mm. well, some people have gotten really good at off-road racing, running from the cops with illegal alcohol. Like, yeah. Maybe we could make this into a thing where they drive around in a circle and just turn left the whole time and then people can mm. watch it. And thus was born a, st- a sport uh, that is massively popular, especially in uh, North Carolina, where my grandfather's from. Um, you know, you go. not a whole lot going yeah. on there besides that that's in fact my grandfather's hometown is not very far from um where that incident happened that i've told you about milo where we got uh what's the right word um seconded yeah to be uh hired help on somebody's private trash dump Oh as part of a training exercise for special forces. And that was the guy who made us dig the sewer pipe in his yard (laughs) and then ordered his wife to go get us Bojangles chicken. But Mm. he spoke in such an intensely redneck accent that when he told his wife to go get chicken for us after we had done this task for him, he just said, Walman, Go on out there and get them boy that bow box. <laughs> now, woman, I just try to express. <laughs> so like I said, maybe we could do I could do an America-ology or Midwest-ology mm-hmm. someday. But uh, whenever we exoticize Britain, I'm reminded that, like, no, 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 no. America's yeah. got its own weird, intense yeah. shit.
0: No, no, y'all, y'all are watching the uh, Americology. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're here on the Senate wall. <laughs> 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 Standing between the office and Naval, naval Intelligence. And uh, the uh, um,
1: Riley and I have been watching JFK again. Um, yeah, except you sound like like if the head of the CIA <laughs> was one of the fucking monsters from Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> You best not believing in CIA conspiracies. You living in one. (laughs)
0: Nah, uh, they would have you believe the Jack Sparrow using a magic bullet. (laughs) Fine. Um, Right. Uh, This episode of Britology is supposed to be about uh, Queen of Our Hearts, forever the people's princess princess diana Mm -hmm. um and uh, this has been requested by a few britonology uh listeners and uh as a result i have put uh nate and phoebe through the ordeal of watching the 2013 netflix movie diana so i thought just just as like a bit of table setting for like people who aren't familiar with princess diana if that's possible uh princess diana Married to Prince Charles. Uh, They got married in 1981. uh, Having met 13 times, normal. Mm -hmm. uh, The the recipe for a good marriage. Um, And uh, basically, the whole time Charles was having an affair with Camilla Parker Bowles, who he is now married to, there was a whole kind of like media circus. They got divorced in 1996. Uh, She died in a car crash in Paris in 1997, about which there are a lot of conspiracy theories, which we will come to later.
1: Yeah. America was also fixated on Princess Diana but perhaps not in to the same intense degree mm-hmm. obviously. I think the idea of having a royal family is just so bizarre to us that like there is mm-hmm. a certain and because it's the the one royal family that well they also speak the same language as us and yeah. they're not just like weird gilded pedophiles like they're in the netherlands or in sweden or whatever like, where, <laughs> like the, 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 they're that, much more advanced pedophiles yeah so that 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 is just so much like it's easier to comprehend i suppose when it's not just like because mm-hmm. i don't even fucking know who the, the names of the various royal families in various countries that still have mm-hmm. them but the it's point carlos being, in spain isn't it yeah 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 that one that one too the i one thought like he, guy got, guy I he, he stood down about. didn't he? he oh did he 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 might have I, mean, I remember he was really involved with the the return to democracy in the 70s and then he was I don't know what's happened ever since but I know that there's always Only in Spain could the king be pivotal in a return to democracy. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, there's there was, this, there was this guy named Franco who was yeah. just kind James of James Franco. Yeah, exactly. Right. Except before he got he took every PhD program in the performing arts in America. He was the king of Spain. He just has no age. Wait, excuse me. James Franco is famous for going to graduate oh, programs. Hey, I
0: thought <laughs> you were genuinely talking about General Franco. he <laughs> like, was, was like, "I am going to go to this stage. I am going to become an actor. Okay. All my life, I've been fascist. Generalismo is not what I wanted.
1: I wanted to be a star. So, uh, what I will say about Princess Die was that. Um, it was like on american tabloids i remember seeing the tabloids like the not you know the american yeah. ones i can't remember the fucking names it's been so long but yeah, yeah, yeah. grocery store tabloids basically mm. um and then when she died obviously it was i mean it was a complete freak out in america too i can only imagine oh, yeah. What it was like here It's British 9-11 That's the only way I can really do, Like the
0: level Of public hysteria That to be honest Only kind of Died down Relatively recently mm-hmm. Like it used to be Like a running joke About how the Daily Express And the Daily Mail Would regularly have Diana front pages Well into the 2000s Like yeah. I'm talking about Being a teenager I can remember
1: Diana Still being on the Front page of newspaper being like New revelations It's like yeah. She's still dead Yeah she's been dead For a while Yeah I, I remember Very clearly I was 12 uh, I was about a mm-hmm. month Away from turning thirteen, and uh, back in those days, it was maybe it's still this way. It was pretty common to have, you know, the newspaper delivered every day. And mm-hmm. like in America, you'll typically have like in suburban homes, you'll have the the post box, the mailbox out front with like a a subsequent like rectangular container for the newspaper. And uh, went out and got the newspaper and opened it up and my family was having breakfast and the headline was like Princess Diana killed in a car crash or something like that and my whole family was like oh my like my dad was like oh my god like the whole family just stopped mm. they're like I can't believe that that's that's so insane like I remember I can very clearly remember the moment of everyone freezing mm. when they read the news uh, so I can and considering this is America I can only imagine what it was like here when people found out. Yeah.
2: Well, I can actually I can actually tell you because I remember it extremely. I remember it extremely vividly. Um, mm. It was well, it was it was the because it was the weekend just before we were all due to be back at school, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so I was having a I was having a sleepover at my house, and we'd gone to sleep with like the with like the radio on, and then the next morning I kind of half woke up. And like half heard the news, but I was still kind of like half asleep. And then when I woke up properly, I was like, huh, I had a weird dream that uh, Princess Diana had died in a car crash, and um, like my friends were all like weeping. And I said, What's going on? And they said, Oh, she Take really that. has just died. A, up. She really has died in a in a car crash. We were really seventeen girls. Thank you, thank you mm. very much. Um,
0: Reflecting your more edgy nature.
2: Right. Look. Okay. <laughs> you listen here. Um. And so I, so I sort of went downstairs and said, "Have you, have you heard Princess Diana died in a car crash?" And both of my parents sort of looked up from their coffee and sort of went, Uh oh. And I said, "Oh, don't, aren't you, aren't you sad? Don't you think it's sad?" And they just said, "No, we didn't know her," um, because my parents think that having a, which I agree. I, I mean, I agree with that My parents think that having a royal family is an obscenity. Um. And they're not remotely interested in either royal or celebrity gossip. You so go downstairs were just and like, your parents
0: <laughs> are just like looking at this guillotine in the corner. going, I guess we bought that for nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, what a waste like, of on. twelve
0: hundred quid!
2: Is that how much a guillotine costs?
0: I don't know. I'm just ballparking it. I have no idea. Okay. I reckon you could make a guillotine for twelve hundred
1: quid. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like, it no, like the idea it. of like
2: sort of getting okay. in kind of quotes, kind of comparative quotes. Like, okay, well, look, I've spoken to <laughs> I've spoken to one guy. And he said he'll do it for twelve hundred. Like, yeah, all right, you you yeah. can. I love the idea. You can, can for twelve like, hundred.
1: Your, $1, your mm. weird vestigial respect for the royal family forces you to not use the discount wish. guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, I just couldn't put them through that. I'm mean, gonna kill them. It's like them, perspex. But, but I won't. I won't use that. Yeah. Look,
2: I, I could do it. I could do it for twelve hundred. But I can't promise you that thing's not going to fall apart at the last minute.
0: Actually, you have got to see something I fucking saw because I was researching. One of the things I'm really obsessed with is incredibly strange Princess Diana memorabilia Mm -hmm. that you can buy. I mean, you can buy like Princess Diana shortbread, Princess Diana tartan, fucking Princess Diana T-shirts. And I found a T-shirt. And by the way, I want one um, because it's like I can't tell if this T-shirt was made as a joke or not. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: can this, i see it again it looks, was, like,
0: it looks kind of like a band t-shirt from the 80s it but it's just covered with like princess diana and her dates on it i'm gonna send this to phoebe hang on I,
1: I uh the only thing i can you know it's funny that you mentioned that this was british 9-11 because the only thing i can compare this to in terms of weird memorabilia is the immediate oh aftermath of
0: 9-11 however the pièce de résistance is this handbag that i found on amazon
1: <laughs> yes. For a
2: hundred oh, quid. I actually kind of oh, no. like that. That's kind of it cute. Kinda, it's
0: quite wavy and it says Princess oh. of Hearts on it and it has a little heart pendant on there. It does. That's,
2: there was a shirt that, that I shiny, saw. shiny gold hardware. I, I don't mm. know
1: if I'll ever find it again. I thought I might have it somewhere. Um,. On my like shared like old hard drive, but to give you an example of weird 9/11 memorabilia Mm. before we move on, obviously, yeah, I once saw a shirt someone took a picture of and shared online, of someone had done like a 9 9 9/11 commemoration T-shirt, but they had only used Microsoft like clip art oh, yes. so it was like two 12 story buildings with really awkward fire and like a, like a clip art of firemen just kind of standing there and an eagle with a tear and it said in like that very strange serif font that like looks like felts like like iron on letters like letter. Uh, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. it said september 11th 2001 a sad day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life, man. That
0: is amazing. I was like, Even
1: the haters and the
0: losers, I'd like to wish them a very but good day. But it was day. funny
1: because, like, like I said, two twelve-story buildings that are on fire, and the firemen just look bored, like they're not doing anything. It's like, well, fucking put it out already, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was the issue.
2: But yeah, no, Brit- no, British nine eleven is a really good way of describing it because mm. everyone went.
0: It was orchestrated by MI5,
1: first of all. First Um, first
2: of all, um, we've got no idea where Dick Cheney was on the day itself.
1: No. I remember seeing footage on the news of what I believe was a former Met policeman who was living in America who was like very tearfully, It was a black guy, very tearfully putting his like Bobby hat back on and like doing some kind of like police thing outside the British consulate in New York. Doing and a police like, thing. Like some sort of like, like call to attention like kind of thing, like marching. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, like legitimate like oh, marching okay. or something yeah. like saluting. But like it was like this image that was shared on the news in America. And it wasn't in Britain. It was a guy, in a, a British guy in America who had brought his cop stuff with him.
2: Ah uh, okay wow. brought his tra- brought his traditional cop custom yeah. commitment to the bit yeah this is, this is bit, in my in my
1: among my people
0: of the cops we have a saying
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: which is uh, the gentleman yourself uh, <laughs> uh, now when, when the lady there was
1: dead uh, you yourself were where exactly at the time <laughs> yeah i mean it was all over the news for the, the date between her death and her mm-hmm. funeral it was the yeah. only thing that was on the news in America too, like mm. all the evening news stuff, everything. Yeah. The 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 what's it called? Um, "Candle in the Wind" '97 was like number one in America too. Yeah. Like all of it, man. It it was it mm. was hysterical in the U.S. And so I can only begin to Huge fathom hit for the Guru Josh project that
2: it was completely it was completely mental. Mm. Um, and I because I went to um St James's Palace to kind of have a look at the. The, the mourners because
0: uh, uh you won't be needing this anymore how much do you want for it <laughs>
2: <laughs> what with my well, just, what my family's guillotine trying
0: to get a bargain on Saint
2: trying, trying to get it on like the kind of 1997 equivalent of amazon marketplace just yeah. like no 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 we thought it was uh, <clears throat> we thought we were going to need it but uh turned out to turn out to be a botch job
1: <laughs> as ever the french are better at killing royals yeah, I'm just imagining now 1997 Amazon in Britain is just like carbootsale.angelfire.co.uk. boot <laughs> sale <laughs> dot angelfire dot co uk. Oh yeah, Guy yeah, down that's the car, right. Uh, oh.
2: that is right. That is right. Um, yeah, because uh, my uh, my um, my friend, uh, one of my friends from school, and uh, my pa- and my parents, um, have her her parents sort of got together and decided that it would be like a good and instructive thing mm. for us to see, like to see public hysteria. Mm. And to see how like dangerous public hysteria was. Yeah, I had a fun childhood. Um, yeah, your parents and fucking so it, <laughs> rule, <for> me, Seriously, <laughs> I'm
1: saying that unironically. Your parents kick ass.
2: Um, and so it was decided that we would be that we should be like you know taken, uh, sort of sort of taken on a little little day trip to St James's Palace to see the mourners and to see the flat like the floral tributes and stuff. And I rem- and I remember at the time feeling absolutely nothing, and like. Wondering if there was something wrong with me because I was not even remotely mm. moved by the sight of this, by the sight of all these flowers and the sight of all this kind of like outpouring of grief. I just thought that people should fucking get themselves together. Mm. Um, which which is, is which is an
0: extremely British thing to feel, ironically.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Ironically enough, yeah. like it was the, like it was the like it was the first time I was like. I was I was sort of like acquainted with um, with British people, do, basically like making any kind of Mediterranean display, and I didn't mm. like it—not one tiny little bit. And then oh. obviously returned to return to school, and and then it turned and then it turned into a whole kind of a whole kind of who like hoo ha like who was sad about Diana and who was not sad about Diana, and it like and it and it replaced. So you clapping uh, for Diana. Yeah, exactly, and it uh, and because it, it replaced the uh, the previous year's hot topic of conversation about who had who had started their period, mm. and that just got flown out. Who of the started water. their period
1: of mourning for the people's princess?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, it's fully funny to blown
2: me. Blown out of the water, water my, by my the Diana my, controversy.
1: My take on it has always been that my read of British people is that they're no less prone to hysteria. Mm. In fact, they may be more prone to hysteria, but like, it can only be expressed in certain things. Yeah. So eh. when like a designated moment is declared where one can express feelings years of repressed emotions are unleashed that's where you start getting shit like we talked about on 10k post about like you know America does weird fucking World War II worship shit but they don't dress up as spitfires and have a conga line and cough on each other in the middle of a pandemic British people do that (laughs) like this is the same thing it's like hey guys uh, it's the once in a generation chance to show emotion you guys can show emotion everyone just loses their fucking mind if you cough for veterans you might as well go and live in Pakistan, in my opinion.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, w- when all this happened, I was like four and a half. So I have memories of it, but they're quite hazy. I remember we were on holiday in Devon at the time, which is remarkable in itself because my parents hate this country and would never holiday here. And I don't know why we were on holiday in Devon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can remember like this tiny TV and like this like holiday let apartment and like all the adults being crowded around it and me being slightly bemused by the whole thing. So weirdly, I really relate to my four-year-old self. But I think there are two things that really recall it to me, which are, first of all, there's a great Stuart Lee bit about Princess Diana dying and about how he went to look at the flowers and there was, like, uh, someone had left an inflatable model of E.T., the extraterrestrial, amongst the flowers, and him just imagining the couple who wake up distraught about Princess Diana dying. And then and then she's like, well, we better leave a tribute because everyone else will be leaving them. And he was like, yeah, I was just going to... Pop out and get an inflatable model of ET, the extraterrestrial. She's like, "Well, you better go because there'll be a rush on those." <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the other one is that uh, Charlie Palmer used to do a stand-up bit, which was very short, which was just uh, "Lady Die." One of the first cases of nominative determinism. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I always appreciated. I was talking to Milo about this before we started recording. That the the way the French say Princess Diana, they just colloquially referred to her as La D and like it just <laughs> has this bizarre yeah. like you shouldn't be using that in a normal mm. like yeah. that that should that should be like a, a turn of <laughs> phrase used to conjure up somebody who's like a nineteenth century fop. Like that's not yeah, yeah, in yeah. someone's name. La la-di, D sounds
0: like what if Candle in the Wind was done by the same people who did Dragostin Dente?
2: La <laughs> La <laughs> <laughs> why did she have to <laughs> d there was actually a um like floor filler euro banger just the summer after called uh that was called Ladi d
1: uh, oh really fine. Go, no. completely missed, missed out on it yeah i um <laughs> I just, it's weird because I guess I would have assumed the sort of logical connection was that 7-7 was British nine eleven, but like mm. in terms of mass hysteria. No, people not. were way more normal about 7-7. Really? Uh,
0: yeah, it wasn't like a big, I mean, as always with terror attacks in Britain, they're rarely like huge federal cases. They tend to be like, oh, well, that sucks. But like you don't get the like insane like. We are under attack. Thing, it's always like a, I don't know, like the the kind of like the British psychosis of dealing with it tends to be like, well, we're just carrying on as normal for this bloody Britain, you know. We're not going to it oh, yeah, yeah. To yeah. It. The, the, like
2: the, there was there was very much a kind of tendency of like people kind of defiantly going into the centre of town and taking pictures and being like, you know, you don't you don't scare you don't scare me, bucko. Uh, weird, mm. like weirdly for a country which buckle up, so fuck nuggets, so, brackets, yeah. Al Qaeda. <laughs> <laughs> no, that no, that literally. What there was that that was that whole there was that whole thing um, around the London Bridge attack, uh, mm. where people were just like you know we shouldn't say terrorist anymore. Instead, we should say ah uh, twat so like instead of saying like a terrorist uh attack people in london bridge you just say uh a group of twats did, uh because it takes away their power and i'm like what the f- Fuck, are you talking about? And I yeah. just—it's coward is sort of, not the word
0: I would use for it, blowing it yourself kind of, up. Yeah,
1: it, it I definitely. I think the thing they care about is whether or not English people use mean names for them, and not whether or not they mm. can murder people. Like these people, they call us a yeah <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> the yeah.
0: Taliban just fucking
2: handing in their guns <laughs> like,
0: they called they called me a cunt waffle I'm done
2: I'm like, yeah this, it's is, over this, is, this, this is literally what I imagine. just like you know just like whoever is in like the ISIS PR office just being like now this hurts my feelings I don't know why they would say that mm. I I don't want to do this anymore This sucks. Everyone's mean to me.
0: (laughs) The ISIS guys being like, I just want you to know that when I read that, I pulled out all of my toenails. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what? ISIS aren't going to read the mean things that you write about them, but your friend who's an (laughs) ISIS sympathizer will. So think about that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But your friend who is both a terrorist and a twat will.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, Um,
2: Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, weirdly for a country that like, Really, really loves curtailing civil liberties and also loves surveillance. There wasn't like a kind of like there was no like equivalent of uh, of the Patriot Act or anything. Mm. Like in fact, like the like the big um, the big kind of we should be responding to this with expanded police powers and expanded police violence uh, was the was the 2011 riots. That was that 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 provoked a very very different response yeah. i mean we had we had prevent
0: uh, obviously but that which paradise. was quite insidious yeah, no, 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 but no, no, it was of very co- different no, no, course, to the american but response but it
2: just, it it wasn't so like like prevent was always like is always, always like struck me as a kind of much like kind of like kind of weedier little like little shit like compared to the patriot act which is like a kind of big like kind of like big dumb bully and then prevent mm. is it's like it's like shitty little bastard cousin who's always like hanging around in the background yeah i mean prevent prevent,
1: basically there was a story recently that in in the last decade something like 600 children under the age of five have been referred to prevent like in one case of a a four year old got referred to prevent for describing a game of Fortnite. uh (laughs) i'm dead serious but america obviously you know with the patriot act they're basically building islamic mosques in Fortnite. (laughs) in uh in the patriot act basically you know I can't even... We'd have to do a whole episode on it, but suffice it to say, yeah. we can snoop on anyone anytime. We don't need a warrant. We can suspend habeas corpus, and we have a secret mm. prison island on a part of Cuba that we still yeah. pay $10 a month in rent onto the Cuban government. Uh, yeah. I don't so know a leasehold. Yeah. Um, but I would also say, too, that... Um, America didn't freak out in terms of national complete freak out after mm. the first World Trade Center bombing or the Oklahoma City bombing, but obviously 9-11 was just like so... The spectacle of it was so yeah. intense that... The like, greatest piece of terrorism ever conducted. So yeah. Have and famously, on many you know, my uncle worked at the Pentagon at the time and um, my cousin, who was probably about 9 or 10 at the time when it happened... My uncle Stan McChrystal. ...was just like... Basically, obviously, was really worried and then he found out his dad was okay and then mm. he was just like, well, they, they knocked down a wall of the Pentagon. And my, my uncle's like, yeah, yeah, they did. He's like, so it's a square now. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: that's right. Turning the Pentagon into Pac-Man. So I appreciate, you know, that's the, that's how Americans code, by doing geometry. That
2: is I mean, right. so, I mean say, say one thing about, uh, about Osama bin Laden. He certainly had a sense of theater.
1: <laughs> oh, he really did. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, it it let, let's it was it was a spectacle. We'll put yeah. it that way. I also uh, before we move on, I just must say that one of the weirdest incidents of my life was uh, mm. a reunion of friends from the army, where one of my army friends from California, his wife was a nine eleven truther, and was trying to argue nine mm. eleven trutherism with another army friend who was went to high school in Queens and literally watched nine eleven from the window of his high school. <laughs> like, it, was just, it was such, and he was trying to be. He's like, "Can we please just not talk about this? Like, you're fucking insane!" Like, yeah. they didn't disappear. The fucking towers with a laser or some shit like <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you it happened i saw the planes mm. but uh yeah yeah you know that doesn't mean america's not psycho it's just psycho in a different way stop taking away the achievements
0: of people of color stop saying it was a laser <laughs> 19 brave saudi men died that day <laughs> Damn it. sorry that's a, that's a joke some of them were yemeni um so and moving on to princess diana um we watched the Terrible Princess Diana movie and it was so much both better and worse than I could have hoped. Yeah. Uh it came out in 2013. It stars Naomi Watts who I should clarify just right at the top looks nothing like nothing Princess Diana at absolutely all.
2: Absolutely nothing. When I saw
1: the yeah. preview image on Netflix and the poster of the film I was just like is this just some other movie that's called Diana but has nothing to do with Princess Diana because she just looks nothing like her?
0: Yeah, We trick you into watching a movie about the Roman goddess Diana just to wind you up even more. Because,
1: you know, you're you're just sort of like, hmm, there's three Diana things in the top results. Two of the photos are obviously Princess Diana and and one of them is not. Now, granted, all three of them look like women Milo would date, but two of them (laughs) are Princess Diana and one of them is very much not. I respect a (laughs) MILF. Why why does no
0: one respect my respect for the mill? Um
2: that's like actually be fair be fair on Milo, uh Princess Diana had uh much more volume in her hair than he normally. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the other thing, they
0: didn't even get the hair right on Naomi Watts. They couldn't even make her hair look like Diana's hair.
2: She had like a kind of she had a sort of fairly like iconic mid nineties hair hairdo and I feel like it mm. should be possible to. At least yeah. got it
3: was like her a very wick.
1: sensual mullet. She pulled <laughs> <Yeah>. it off.
2: <laughs> it was.
1: She it was, was just a, a it little was a bit sex Australian. <laughs> yeah. Good day, mate. Lady Di. Oh, I'm Australian, G'day. Princess D. Lady <laughs> Di. Lady Di? Oh, fucking crikey. Oh, I'm from Lady Doola. <laughs> Joanna's eating me, baby.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, so she looks nothing like her, including to the point where there's like a funny scene where she disguises herself in a wig to go out. And at this point, even the pretense of looking like Princess Diana is completely lost. Like, you're like, you don't feel like you're looking at Princess Diana
1: in a disguise. You're like, well, this is just not Princess Diana.
2: Yeah, no, no, absolutely. No
1: one in London has managed to detect that Kristen Stewart has somehow replaced fucking Naomi Watts. (laughs) Who even knows? Yeah. Um,
2: like, like, it, like it, genu- Like in that bit in the film, it genuinely took me a second. I was like, "So what? The fucking doctor's cheating on her? What a bastard!" <laughs> and I <was> like, oh. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: and okay, no, that's her in a wig. Okay, cool.
3: Typical
0: doctors. <laughs>
2: Typical um, doctors. Yeah.
0: So the movie, I mean, it, it begins with like her in the hotel in Paris just before she dies, um, and then it like cuts back to like three years earlier. Um, And then basically the film more or less just charts her having this uh, affair with uh, a heart surgeon called Hazmat Khan, which is a real thing that happened. Um, and the the like there's this bit early in the film where she is um, she's getting acupuncture from an Irish woman which immediately to me is bizarre and then the Irish woman is in the hospital but she's not ill she's visiting like her, her husband, husband I or, think, or has like yeah. had
1: complications from heart surgery
0: yeah and it's not made clear and then Diana goes there and then she meets the heart surgeon and is immediately overcome with an incredibly powerful horniness which <laughs> is so overacted that I couldn't quite believe it She's like, oh, I just love hospitals. <laughs> oh, could you show me around? That would be lovely. You
1: know yeah, it was, yeah, it was weird. Um, and also, like, we have to reiterate that the, the heart surgeon just looks like a normal guy. Yeah. Like, he's not, like... He's a, cl- I recognized the actor, but I couldn't remember what else I'd seen him in. Yeah, I, I recognized him, too, but, like, he's very much done up to look like kind of, like, a yeah. regular-ass guy. Yeah. And Princess Diana, just, she loves the power of a man who can cut people's hearts open, and so, as a result, yeah. uh, it, 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 it's, it's a genetic trigger from her in, mm. her ancestral lineage of british aristocrats there's someone who can do weird knife things on the human organs mm. you know just it just Absolutely. makes it excites something and so yes they uh they wind up having this uh, affair but um he quickly discovers yeah. it's difficult well
0: the next part of the film it was my favorite part because he comes around to her like official residence for dinner and there's this whole scene where like her like house helper people are like teaching her how to cook a meal because she can't do that um, and so they're like, well, he's a heart surgeon, so I probably want something healthy. So they kind of like knock her up this like healthy meal that she can put in the microwave or whatever. And then he shows up, and she she microwaves the meal, and is like visibly panicked even at the idea of like putting something into a microwave. And then he's like. could have a hamburger instead and then she's like (laughs) Pakistani David Baddiel and he's like she's like but you can't make hamburgers she's like I can send out for one it's like what do you think they do with them at the restaurant do you think
3: they're like (laughs) conjure them
2: (laughs) oh no seriously they they portray her for something which is like very very clearly an utterly uncritical hagiography Mm. they portray her as the dumbest bitch alive like (laughs) it's quite it's like quite the most insulting hagiography I've ever seen in my life (laughs) it's really bizarre
0: isn't it like she has Literally two gears in the film, which is stupid and horny, and occasionally the Venn diagram circles me. Right.
2: And then she does stupid things because she's horny.
0: Yeah. She also keeps going on about how gorgeous the heart surgeon is. Again, he's just like (laughs) he's such a regular-looking dude. It's like really, she's like, how am I supposed to act normal around a gorgeous creature like you? And it's like this is a normal-looking man.
1: Literally, just take a walk down Whitechapel High Street, and you will see a thousand dudes that look just (laughs) like him.
2: This, this, like this entire film gaslighted me because (laughs) it's like it's it's pretending this woman looks and sounds like Princess Diana. It's Mm. pretending this extremely normal-looking guy who I might be expected to refer to as uncle um (laughs) is is like is supposed to be like not just like gorgeous but so gorgeous that she'd like ruin her extremely cushy life over and also it completely like decides to kind of just like gloss over what i remember as being quite a significant part of the uh, Dian- of the kind of Diana story which is her then subsequent relationship with Dodie al which they're just like yeah this kind of ruins the romance of it so we're just not going to mention it. it's like you have to mention it you can't just not mention it
0: yeah they portray the whole Dodie al thing as just getting back at this other guy yeah uh, and which- I just
2: don't I don't think that's
0: no. Correct. I mean, we should get to that in a sec because there's some other, yeah. like, great... I, d- I made no notes about this film because I couldn't bring myself, but just, like, stuff is emerging <laughs> from my memory. The whole conversation they have about jazz because the heart oh surgeon God, really oh likes God, jazz. Oh, God, oh, God, you just gotta improvise. I- yeah. <laughs> yeah. gotta improvise. Have you
1: ever been to Ronnie Scott's?
0: And she's like, I'm not allowed to go places.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's genuinely, like, a Princess Diana biopic that also has a B movie of the guy mm-hmm. being like, do you like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> But that's a plot device.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And And she has to wear this wig to go, at which point she looks like fucking Avril Lavigne. Like, she looks nothing (laughs) like Princess Diana at all. And then, so it's an effective... And they're in the jazz club, and immediately they start playing jazz, and the heart sergeant immediately, like, closes his eyes and begins, like, clicking his fingers like a beatnik. And it's like, no one does that. Come on. Come on, man.
1: It's... It's... Yeah. Once again... To, it's like if this wasn't a primarily British production I would assume that this was a film filmed on location with no one who has ever been to Britain before like everyone and it's actually it, Bulgarian because also <laughs> it, it makes no attempt it Like, okay it makes an attempt but it does a very poor job of trying mm. to convince you that this is 1995 London like it is so obviously, contemporary London yeah. with a couple of old cars and phones thrown in. Yeah, like
0: it, the bit where they go to
1: a fucking big chicken cottage. Like you couldn't do that. Like chicken chicken shops existed, but they were small. Gri- they weren't like the big chicken cottages then. It just genuinely looked like it does not. Maybe it's because it wasn't a high enough production value, which yeah. is a weird thing that I've seen happening lately. Mm. Where like films have the overall look in terms of quality of being mm. a big budget film, but like they clearly aren't. And I think that's because of the advances of camera mm. technology. And so in this case, like clearly they didn't have the budget to really do like a... Because like, from a similar period of time, the remake of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy did a very good job of making, mm. making it look like dog shit early seventies London. Mm. Uh, Weirdly, also starring Naomi Watts. You know that? Yeah, That's the Taylor. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it did have Naomi no, Watts didn't, in it. It didn't. You, you freaked me out there for a second. <laughs> I, I, and I, I, I did my normal thing of just going along with it because I don't want to fucking argue. And then I realized you can get me to agree to anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna renounce my American citizenship mm. somehow just because I don't want to inconvenience Milo. That's right. Um, <laughs> we're working but on yeah, it. like you could tell it just it wasn't particularly convincing in in the. Uh, The location shoots and everything like that. Mm. And similarly, it wasn't particularly convincing in the idea that like she was swayed by this very normal guy who's portrayed as Lothario because he asks her, do you like jazz? And Mm. that he then teaches her to improvise in her life the way that jazz musicians improvise. It's the most ham handed metaphor I've seen in my fucking life.
2: He's also he's also he's also just like a huge jerk. I know that's not like necessarily the most relevant point, Mm. but like he's he's an absolute prick to her.
1: I think we can we can agree that if this portrayal is even in the ballpark of 5% accurate she just loved being negged by dudes like yeah. between Charles and this guy she just got nagged a lot and she was really into oh it. Oh
0: my god. The bit where they break up and she's trying to like get back with him and she keeps phoning the hospital and he wo- and they obviously know that it's her, so he won't answer the phone. And then she starts phoning up and doing a scouse accent. That was the <laughs> point where I fucking lost my mind. I was like, okay, either this really happened, in which case that's insane and we should know more about this, or that didn't happen and it's fucking insane that they made it up. <laughs>
2: Well, I can tell. Like, I don't know if it actually happened with this guy, but I can tell you what I think it's based on. It's based on um, she had a, like when she was still married to Charles, she had an affair with one of his friends from Eton, who was this art dealer called. Ugh. He had like a, like a stupid posh name, yeah, Oliver like... something, um, and she actually yeah she had she had, yeah, she had, she had Smith. <laughs> that no, but like somehow stupider. I I'll 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 remember his name in a minute. Um, she, yeah, she had, she had an affair Falsife
1: with him. <laughs> I'm not Quinn. I'm Siegfried Money Coots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too real. Too
0: real.
2: I think there might actually be a, a Siegfried amongst the Money Cootses. i be is
0: already the name of a bank, and they're like, how can we just make it more clear? <laughs> what was I just the want one recently, th-
1: who was the reporter whose name was like Zora some broker stocks or something like that. <laughs> oh, oh, I, yes! I was doing yeah, stocks. Yeah. I was at, <laughs> yeah, I, I was at was Cambridge amazing. with her. I Fucking love those names, man. She's
0: Can't actually, the shit up. she's actually quite normal. I think. I think she just has a weird name. But um, yeah. Uh,
2: Oliver Hall. That was his name.
0: Oliver Hall. What a name. Oliver
2: Hall. And he and Princess Diana had an affair in the early nineties. And when it ended, she became obsessed with him and would sit outside his family home that he shared with his wife and three children and ring up just to like hear like just to hear his voice and then hang up she like once rang him like 50 times in an hour or something Jesus. subsequently yeah. spoken to by the police so i suspect that either this is just what she did in the aftermath of a Of a sundering. Just getting a phone
0: call in the middle of the night. It's like, (sighs) you're like, Diana. Is that you again? (laughs) Hello,
2: it's Lordy D. (laughs)
0: Hello, it is Lordy D. (laughs) It's Lordy D?
2: I am not Lady Di. I (laughs) am a
0: different person.
2: (laughs) 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 I
1: was wondering if you would like to have sex (laughs) with me.
2: (laughs) I'm Lady Di. Welcome to Blind Date.
1: (laughs) I'm just loving the idea that like we're we are so Lady this, Silla Black. We're we're, we're so fiction Black. of Princess Diana as being just sort of like stately and reserved mm-hmm. when in fact she's just sort of like an overstated caricature of Alanis Morissette but with blonde hair.
0: <laughs> man, someone recently showed me a picture of the guy that Alanis
1: Morissette wrote that album about and it's just Uncle Joey from Full House.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just
1: the, again, a fucking normal looking man. Yeah incredible i'm just there's the look look i don't i'm just saying that for a certain kind of you know i don't want to sound like a fucking pickup artist dude but there is a weird power (laughs) that being being a regular ass dude in between like the ages let's say 30 and 45 has on a certain kind of well let's say partially or in some capacity insecure young Mm. person could be male could be female there's lots of dudes who like older guys as well i don't Mm. know what it is but you will see that odd connection of like woman who then goes on to sell 20 million copies of an album is completely fucking heartbroken because of uncle joey from full house (laughs) like but it happens it happens yeah so you know what, if you're if you're nearing 30 and you're, you're a dude and you're worried that your sex power days are over, they're mm. not, it'll just get really weird. I actually would have preferred it if Naomi Watts, instead of doing the incredibly
0: weird, like, it, like faux posh voice, it's just like, oh, well, I'm not allowed to go anywhere. If she'd have done, a, like, instead the Alanis Morissette voice. <laughs> um, I'm not allowed to go to the jazz club. <laughs> uh, because they might recognize me. <laughs> I get followed
2: by the papers.
0: That would be great. I would have appreciated. And she
2: finds. And she finds out that the jazz is on in a theater, and then she's just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do I have to go down on you here too? <laughs> Fuck."
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I I
2: like the because the like the voice is really really weird. Like um, it's the it is the voice that American and Australian actors mm. think is the like it, think is the received pronunciation upper class English it's voice, but it's not oh, it's, it's not but it's not actually correct at all. Like if you no. listen to like actual members of the royal family, you basically can't understand a fucking thing they're saying. Oh yeah. They um, sound like a
0: broken diesel engine. Like the like the voice <laughs> she,
2: <laughs>
0: like the like the voice she
2: is actually doing is is a Liz Hurley voice. But like specifically Liz Hurley and Austin Powers. <laughs> it's like it's like a kind of joke version of a would you like to shag now or boy. shag
0: later
1: because yeah the royal family and the way they talk is so mm. you learned English from a parrot that learned English <laughs> 300 years ago <laughs> <laughs> like that's genuinely incomprehensible
0: it's a traditional parrot that teaches the royal family English it's called being English if you don't like it there's a door um <laughs>
1: fucking wild to Speaking me. Speaking of fucking
0: terrible performances in this film, can we have a brief moment to discuss whoever the fuck it is who's playing Paul Burrell, Diana's butler, who <laughs> keeps coming and going, listen, boss just need you for a couple of minutes. I'm sorry, is this man supposed to be a builder? <laughs> like, like what, do they, what do they think royal butlers sound like?
1: Yeah, I, I, I feel like this is lending credence to the theory that this is a film set in Britain in which no British people actually participated yeah. in the direction of
0: i half expected him to start calling her the gaffer like, I was, <laughs> like, I just,
1: like if you've ever met anyone who works in a
0: royal household like they're the most like freakishly buttoned up people because they spend all their life just like learning ridiculous titles and protocols and like they all sound like these like is like the the real people are like like uh, that guy Patrick who's like a kind of like royal mind or whatever in the first half who's like mm-hmm. you've put me in an invidious position like yeah that's yeah, what those people sound
1: like or like if you've seen the first season of the Crown Tommy the guy who's like the protocol guy who mm. advises the Queen that uh, that sh- actually uh, that David shouldn't be allowed to come back to Britain because he's literally a Nazi and was trying to fucking you know. Set up a Nazi conspiracy to fucking take over England. They're like, yeah, hey, kind of a bad guy to have in this country. Um,
2: Paul, like Paul Burrell, showing up with like just his like kind of arm arms absolutely full of like of like Vivian Westwood dresses, and then just being like, where do you want me to put these, Diana Love? Just them the armchair. <laughs> um, I, I I really like. Oh, blimey, there,
0: women be shopping.
2: <laughs> how there are precisely three types of character in this film, and they are. Liz Hurley poshos mm. uh, Jolly chimney sweeps yeah. of different of different regions and either very very wise or very very backward brown people. Those are the two mm. those are the three characters in this in this film. Like my like my favorite bit, um is when she meets the doctor's Pakistani family. Oh
0: fuck! It's so mental.
2: And his, I think it's either it's either supposed to be his mum or his grandma. Just uh, gives him gives gives her the kind of the like the Wikipedia version of Partition, and basically just no. like so, so so so. And that was your husband's. Your, that was your husband's great uncle. What what you got to say about that? Hmm? And Diana says, oh, "I'm so terribly sorry." And that seems to be enough for this woman. And it's almost like when, they were like when they were doing the script, they're just like, she's supposed to be a kind of decent and empathic and compassionate person. We, we have to, if she's meeting this Pakistani family. She's got family, to solve
0: have, the empire.
2: We have to have maybe something about the horrors of the empire in there. And then just like the, and then just like the director being like, okay, fine, but make it quick. It's mm. like put in one line. Here we go. I think we've got it. I think we've got it covered.
0: And also, and I feel like you would know more about this than me, Phoebe, but like the way, and I've Wikipedia'd the real guy, Hazmat Khan, and my impression I get from both the film and from this is that his family are from the absolute upper crust of Pakistani society. So probably not from the echelon of Pakistani society that hates the British.
2: Like, 100%. I mean, uh, well, I mean, in in Pakistan, like... uh, everyone 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 suffered rich or poor from, mm. from partition. It's not it's not it's not really as I, I suspect that you would get a lot of hostility to British, to certainly to certainly to um British rule and the Raj, I think relatively across relatively across society. How however, like It's like it is offensive in the extreme that you're supposed to think that this family are like, oh, look at the white angel when they're literally just like, our son's a top heart surgeon. Like, what the fuck? What do you do? You shop, apparently.
0: (laughs) She has lots of geezers.
2: She's like she Dave Courtney. gazes. <laughs> She's lit, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, if, if there wasn't one woman who was just shopping all the time, how would women know to be shopping? You know? She's a role model. She's an exemplar. Mm,
0: that is right.
2: Yeah, that is, that is true. That's a fair um, point.
0: And then eventually, once she gets back from Pakistan, the verdict of the family is that they, they like her, but they don't want him to marry her because they feel like it will be too much of a circus. So then they stop hmm. seeing each other, and then she goes about this kind of like mad... Well, I mean, and I, this is the bit where I think the film completely departs from reality because it basically portrays like the last year of her life as being like one long attempt to get back at this just ordinary guy um by dating Dodi Alfayed and deliberately like tipping off the paparazzi to take like maximum booby photos of her to like make him jealous, which just strikes me as just completely mad. Like I don't believe that for a second.
2: I mean she what she like the like the like the poor woman was she was completely off her head as well you might be if you'd been drafted into the kind the, into the kind of very much under discussed mm. upper class sex trafficking ring that they've all got yeah. like, that they've all got going on of there like, you have she congenital was
0: congenital like, laudanum poisoning
2: <laughs> also that um you have she's got that she's got her inherited uh, she's got that inherited aristo mullet. Yeah. yeah, she was having a rough time. I but, think yeah, part like, of the reason uh, people are so obsessed re- with
0: her is because she's one of the few ever hot British aristos, because British aristos tend to be the ugliest people you've ever seen. Look at Camilla Parker Bowles, right? Like, she is like she is a freak of nature in that respect. Centuries of inbreeding of like struck lucky. It's
2: just, just more, more MILF discourse.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's not really discourse. I mean, is anyone going to disagree with me that Princess Diana was a mill? <laughs> uh, there was a... Uh, <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> there was some trading house in Scotland that recently got in trouble because they like had a guy who was... They appointed who was, I think, a lord, a Tory lord from Scotland. Uh, mm. And it was like he couldn't be in two roles at once, both like in government and then also in this trading house. But there was some article about this and they just posted his photo, like his like House of Lords photo. And it was the weirdest face I've ever seen in my life. Like it was just too big of a head and too small of features. Like it looked like It looked like you had done a really, really good character generator sort of simulator in a video game where, like, Mm. the sliders let you make people look like Mr. Potato Head. And it's like, (laughs) that's what these people look like, by Mm. and large.
0: Lots of them look like they're wearing a sort of Buffalo Bill skin suit of themselves. (laughs) It's a very odd... uh... So,
1: yes, I mean, I don't think anyone would disagree that Diana was hot Mm. and that she was still hot, you know, in 1997 uh and i mean fuck i mean she's jesus christ is real she's younger when she died than i am now she's only Mm. only
2: about 36 or something like let's let's, let's settle down on the idea that she might be expected to look like an old hag
1: well no but you know what i'm 36 and i look like shit so i mean like quite (laughs) frankly there's not an expectation that you're gonna stay something about
0: being royal in that era though she did look older than that like she looked good but she kind of when you look pictures of her, she doesn't look like a 36 year old person not because she looks old but just because of like the old
1: fashionedness of how like there's a certain kind of like artificialness like it just yeah. y- 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 it's weird to imagine her as actually being a person that you didn't see in like a badly printed photo yeah like she has this kind of like
0: like uh ageless kind of quality um of like not really seeming too adult to be 36 yeah um
2: but she looked like that at 19 when she got married, when she was, I mean, she's like, the whole thing was like set up. I feel like
0: weirdly cherubic.
2: Yeah, but like, the whole thing was like set up by her, by her grandmother. And she was like, she was also like picked for him by Camilla. Like it, it's really like properly kind of sort of creepy kind of brothel. Vibes. Wait, so
0: Charles and Camilla were just like, my girlfriend and I saw you from across yeah. the bar and liked your vibe.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we buy you a drink. <laughs>
1: yeah, I wouldn't worry. There's no history of any creepy or pedophilic things <laughs>
2: happening here. <laughs> have, you ever,
0: have you ever done any FFM? <laughs> like like Diana shows up uh, and it
2: says, look, it says here cute couple looking for a third. And <laughs> I feel Polly. The uh, sisters <laughs> called
1: Polly. You thought we were gonna do cocaine in this back room. We're just gonna talk about polyamory. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't do cocaine, I do opium.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean we we've uh we've basically established that this film is poorly made and departs from reality, but like could get made because mm. of the remnant hysteria. Around yeah. Princess Diana. Well,
0: and also because of Netflix, and that, which we've talked about on Trash Future. But they're just like infinite budgets for making like insane and buying. Actually, I don't know if they made this one because it's quite old relative they to might Netflix. Have, yeah, or they optioned? Yeah, it after they certainly optioned made. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just like yeah, like ne- I mean, there's so much Princess Diana content on Netflix. Like, like you and Phoebe were both saying, like if you just put Diana into Netflix, you will be met with a wall of like documentaries, like B movie shit. Mm-hmm. Um, B movie in both senses of the word, like <laughs> <laughs> uh, jazz. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, the, the the section of the film with Dodie Firehead is really weird because there's all this like, oh, it's like Diana being sexy on the yacht and like on 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 her phone to the fucking paparazzi to make sure they get the best like shot of her ass or whatever. It uh, just is very just incredibly normal. Diana famously loved the paparazzi, as we all know. Um, and uh, and it's weird because it doesn't give any treatment to Dodi Al-Fayed or their relationship at all even though they were supposedly going to get married and he very much died in the car crash with her um, and the closeness of their relationship was broadly speaking the origin of one of the major conspiracy theories around her death uh, as propagated by Mohammed Al-Fayed Dodi Al-Fayed's incredibly normal Egyptian billionaire father <laughs>
2: Uh, it was. It, ha- it happened really relatively, uh, relatively soon after after the accident that uh, Mohammed Al Fayed started saying that that, that, that something that's, that that various things didn't add up, and then publicly accused uh, specifically Prince Philip, which for some reason I find the like the funniest possible person <laughs> responsible, <laughs> because if anyone if anyone's planning that kind of that kind of shit it's clearly the queen like it's it's clearly not prince Philip. um and yeah he 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 explicitly publicly accused accused him of it and it was through a kind through a sort of mixture of media hysteria uh i suspect that i suspect there was some uh some suspect race stuff in there as well Uh, So it's just like some kind of
0: is accusing
2: me of
3: plotting. (laughs) I've never plotted in my life.
2: Yeah, yeah, pretty. I mean, pretty much. Uh, It 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 was very it was very successfully turned into a sort of joke, kind of laugh, like sort of laughing stock, and then and then and then it turned into one of those things where people said, you know, it's it's weird that a lot of stuff doesn't Mm. still. Properly add up about that. Like how? How do you? I mean, it, it was an otherwise empty tunnel. How do you? How do you mm. drive into the wall of an otherwise empty tunnel? That's of that, being that kind a drunk thing. Frenchman. Well, I mean, yes, there is that. Uh, because his blood uh, alcohol I mean,
0: level was like insane.
2: But like the, tra- I mean, the tragic thing was was that he had yeah. been. Is that uh is that he actually uh it, it was later proved he has a, he had actually been sent to murder somebody called Lardy D and he just did <laughs> just a terrible case of mistaken identity.
0: <laughs> Hired by the family of that Eton guy to get rid of the woman who keeps phoning them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it was it was it was it was like it was, it was it was it was very, very strange and he kind of and he got um he was very much not treated like somebody who was who had been driven out of his head by grief at the death of his son. He was very much treated like a mad Arab. uh, Not not saying that I think he is, but that, you know... Brit, Brit, the, British sort of caricature. Di- the British media is diseased. Um, he is
0: mad. He's not oh, no, mad no, 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 in I'm a not, specifically I'm Arab way. Saying, I'm not yeah. saying
2: he's not mad, but I'm, yeah. not, be- but I'm not being a racist sure. about yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like my point.
0: <laughs> like he is mad, but the fact that he's
1: an Arab has nothing to do but with it. But also, like, you know, he was obviously in a situation where he was wronged mm. and he has, you know, a ton of yeah, grief yeah. because of the death of his son, but the British media would Treated probably like make... like he
2: was just being mental as opposed to, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like he, you know, secretly was, you know, waving a scimitar around his, like, his palace that was scented of fenugreek and other, you know, exotic Eastern spices and stuff along those lines. (laughs) Again,
0: from knowing what I do about Muhammad, (laughs) not impossible, but definitely racist to assume.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, We, we, none of us is a stranger to the diseased British media. So, cool, boy.
2: Yeah, and um. So yeah so there were so there were some conspiracy theories around it. Uh and then there was uh an even more interesting like a kind of community peer pressure exercise in insisting that um that what had happened to her sons was the saddest thing that had ever happened to any children in the history of in the history more or less of the world. No, right. And there was a, uh, and there was a, there's a, there's a really good um, Eddie Izzard bit about the death, of, about the death of Diana. And she, I believe at the time was forced to apologize for one bit of it when, and, it, and it's, it, to, to, to my mind, it seemed like a very anodyne observation, which was just that um, she, she goes on to say, and uh, my, my mother died when uh, I was, uh, I was six and my brother was eight and uh, and no one gave a shit and it and it and it and it caused a it caused a furore and this is and this is a furore which exists even now, so like when prince harry does his does his mental health for the blokes shtick. um the blokes the blokes yeah,
0: when I was over there in afghan <laughs> I said, you know I know one or two things about a mad arab so <laughs> 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 let, me, let me just say I've been there and uh <laughs>
2: My gra- my granddad Philip never, never, never encouraged me to talk about my feelings, uh, uh, because he, because he killed my mother. So, uh, so, say, so that would have been mm. an uncomfortable conversation <laughs> to have had. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that, so there's this like there's this, there was this very strange obligation to pretend mm. that uh, that Harry's struggles with his mental health a were. Like having a mental illness, as opposed to just completely normal and reasonable grief at mm. your beloved mother dying in a horrible, and unexpected way when you're 11 years old. Yeah, uh,
0: in the prime of her milf years.
2: And exactly, I mean, that's presumably what what bothered him the most. Yeah, um, absolutely <laughs> about it. And uh, but but also, uh, people sort of develop this kind of weird sort of cry bully. Insistence that we are supposed to pretend that Prince Harry was He's
0: not the son of Major James Hewitt. I'm okay, first of all,
2: we'll, we'll get we'll get that. No, <laughs> bl- blight to pretend blight to pretend that Prince Harry was having to negotiate NHS mental health services. Um, that was like there was very much this kind of weird sort of collect, sort of collective delusion when he started talking about this kind of thing a few years ago that. He was having to kind of go to his GP and be told that there was a eighteen month waiting list and then be offered group CBT. Like, that's not gonna happen, is it? And Listen,
0: Matey, bloke to bloke.
2: And '97. And,
0: and,
2: <laughs> and any anyone who anyone who said that the idea that Prince Harry was having in any way, a relatable experience mm. with his mental health was was sort was sort of treated like they'd like like they'd driven the car themselves it was it, it <laughs> was it was and is absolutely mad and there's another and there's another thing just about the uh, mm. the current uh, memorialization or uh, the current the current phase of the diana insanity is somebody pointed out a, a few years ago that she was very, very popular amongst uh, amongst ethnic minority women of a certain age. Uh, hmm. This is not something that uh, that I'm particularly aware of because all of the ethnic minority yeah. people in my family are men, um, and also communists. <laughs> I've heard a lot of so. people mention <laughs> that
0: the Caribbean mums love Diana. Yeah, the ca- is, like the cat,
2: but like, but not, but but like the but like the Indian mums as well, and like, hmm. um. And like I like like I said, like my, my Indian Respecters family. are like, the
0: male, those My Indian family are
2: all men. That's weird. Mm. Huh. Yeah, they 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 are all men. So this is not something that I that I that I was. But it, it seemed it seemed a little unlikely. But okay, you know, fair enough. And then this got turned into: if you have anything to say whatsoever about hagi- about hagiographies of the British aristocracy, that is racist. You're insulting uh, so,
1: the feelings of everyone's Caribbean auntie. Exactly. <laughs> and
2: and that and you're a and group that are
1: famously respected in Britain so much that we definitely respect their citizenship rights. Yeah.
2: Like 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 exactly. Like since like don't 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 give, don't give me that shit that you suddenly care about the Caribbean aunties. Um But yeah, the like the other like the other like kind of particularly sort of um uh not mental but I think like like odd given the professed politics of the people who are, who who are espouse it who espouse mm. it uh people like to make an awful lot of uh these very famous pictures of her uh, of her hugging aids, pa- AIDS patients and mm. i'm not saying that this was this was like means that she was a bad person she was probably a relatively decent person if very very damaged and very unwell um
0: Great Scouse accent, though.
2: Terrific Scouse accent. Mm. Uh, But I I don't see how, if you're even sort of nominally somebody of leftist political Mm. positions, how you don't just see that as just this ferocious, damning indictment of the British media at the time, as opposed to something actively saint like about her. Mm. She was just a decent rich rich lady doing decent rich lady charity stuff who behaved decently to a sector of a sector of society that there was a concerted attempt by the British media to demonise beyond like beyond all like possible imagination. Like I can't like I can't believe that um the coverage of the AIDS crisis is like within my lifetime. Like it's, mm. it's, mm-hmm. it's so like if you like like look at the kind of or sort of Wikipedia articles of like uh, Wikipedia articles of like like kind of journalists like kind of grandees who are all around kind of who who all been around for like a very very long time. Mm. You know, look up their position on the AIDS crisis or their papers position or whatever, and it's always just so disgusting that you almost can't believe what you're looking at. Like if you look at like Andrew Neil's, uh line when he was the when he was the editor of the times
0: oh oh i it. Like,
2: <laughs> oh no, no no no! like of course you could believe that it's bad but like you can't believe just how bad
1: he literally said that it was going on the sort of like this is you know th- serves them right for being sodomites or whatever like this is yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah it wasn't explicitly religious but it was the same as in america where like evangelicals said that it was you know god's wrath and that kind of a thing yeah it's a weird he- thing to say when you've been to boarding school. Piers Morgan famously, when he wrote for the Sun, literally like wrote a column where they were like, you know, if gay people hate Britain so much, we're going to raise money to pay them ten thousand pounds to leave the country. Yeah, like in like nineteen ninety. Oh we're yeah, gonna yeah. Create, we're going to do gay alia. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make a, a little gay <laughs> homeland somewhere. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. So <laughs> really, yeah, British media was is is was is insane now and was worse then. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean. They've, i mean their new, their new thing is their new thing is trans people, and it's very much the mm. same as it ever was it's very much from the same playbook uh, but yeah there's there's barely a journalist working who has clean hands a journalist working who has been working for a long enough period of time who mm. has who has clean hands in this regard and and i like i said i full, I, like, I fully accept that it was a very fundamentally compassionate and good thing for her to do and it was a valuable thing for her to do to be uh, to be doing it uh doing it publicly because it went some way to inoculating against the utter odiousness of the british media's coverage of it but again that doesn't necessarily that's not the, that's not the defense of the civil list that people seem to think it is. It's just an indictment of our fucking horrible media. Yeah, and everything about her life is an indictment of our horrible media, really. Mm. Sorry, yeah. I've kind, I've kind, I've kind of moved us away from the uh, from from well, the, the, the episode here, I'm is supposed sorry. <laughs> to be about her in
1: general, not just the film. So I mean, mm. this is all pretty useful because I think that, like, I, I definitely think that. I'll give you an example. It's weird to me because Americans think of Los Angeles, for example, as being the city where it's like celebrity driven and movie driven and stuff. And that all these horror stories about the paparazzi and how, how harassed people are, like famous people are. But, and yet so many famous British people wind up moving there. Mm. And I didn't really understand it until I lived here because like yeah there's that culture in LA but you can absolutely get the fuck away from it if you want to. Mm. Like the whole culture of exclusivity is so intense there that like you can you can yeah, yeah, you yeah. can exclude people you don't want from things if you have enough money. And oh yeah
0: here it's like you're put, you're putting the bin out and there's a
1: guy like banging on the door of your house going are you a slag madam <laughs> would you like to comment
0: on the suggestion that you're a slag
1: <laughs> like it's so much worse here and you cannot ever get away from it to the point where like i get it i absolutely get why famous british people with money like well it's got better weather and the media is only half mm. as insane well
0: and we're also the only country on earth where like for some it's, it's really weird Given that the British Are such a sort of Like bootlicking people And we're so used to This kind of very rigid Class system It's also a country Where like We insist that like Rich and powerful people Demean themselves somewhat Like, mm. I don't, like There's a kind of There's a tier of famous In Britain where like You still have to do this shit Like put your own bins out And be accosted While you do it It's just like, very funny To watch like an ex-prime minister Like mournfully Dragging a wheelie bin While someone shouting at him Like You're a sir Would you like to comment On whether you're a <laughs> he's just like sorting some recycling and like harumphing to himself in a pair of old slippers. It just doesn't happen to like Obama, does it? No, a, no, 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 not, not really. a thing.
2: But that, I think that's I think that's because the British media has a very weird relationship, not just with celebrity, but with like rich people in general, where mm. there's like real kind of poli- like real sort of politics of like like loathing, envy, but also. Absolutely bizarre bootlicking. So they'll defend. So they will defend them to the hilt if they get accused of being friends with with Jeffrey Epstein. But if they're trying to put their bins out, get them.
0: Yeah, fucking bins.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just. British people do care a lot about bins. Oh, man. I mean, I. should do an episode on bin discourse. I live on a dead end row, and we've been having problems getting our bins collected, and I've never seen the neighborhood WhatsApp group chat so (laughs) incensed. Like, I have learned the depths of British bin psychosis in a way I Mm. thought I understood. It's like you think you can understand it conceptually, but it's not until you've experienced it that you realize, like, it is like one of the the third rail, if you will, of British politics. It's like, Mm. people lose their shit about the bins. I've never heard people talk shit about other wards in Southern Council until I saw they're like, they're like, well, I bet they get their fucking bins collected in Dolch Village, the pricks. (laughs) It's just like, Damn,
0: y'all are insane. <laughs> the, the stuff that you tell me about your neighborhood WhatsApp group makes me convinced that this country is completely doomed. <laughs>
1: because a lot of these people are kind of your age, right? They're no, they're like- all older. They're all- right, okay. The younger people don't really engage as much. It's just right, more okay. of like a... Hey it's good to be aware I th-
0: didn't have the impression That m- people on that street Are that old I feel like most of these people Are like under 50 right Yeah like, we you, under 50 yeah. yeah 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 And so this is like Kind of people who like You kind of expect to be Like relatively sane Like they're not boomers right mm. But like but No they are They're already becoming Like yuppie Nimby motherfuckers mm-hmm. Like you're talking mm-hmm. about How they're all conspiring To get like restricted parking On their street Because mm-hmm. they think people are Taking advantage Of mm-hmm. the free parking It's free parking Everywhere within
1: two miles Of that place <laughs> Like Yeah they're, they're furious about that. Yeah well apparently some Someone was parking their enormous sprinter van and that was blocking the rubbish. The, the, the Interfered with the bin. It did. That's it interfered with the bin <laughs> and they lost their fucking minds about it. So yes, I think that uh, much like, much like uh, bin culture, mm. British media culture and the intensity of how they hound people can only really be understood if you've seen it in practice yeah. and i feel like diana's story is like a case study of it where like that's an entry point for americans to understand britain because they know the whole mm. she was harassed by it and stuff but like you don't yeah. really know it until you get a chance to come here and see like yes literally anyone who gets yeah. in the public eye gets treated this way
0: i've also had a difficult relationship with scooters and so whenever i go to deliveroo it's a bit you know triggering I have to send the butler out for it <laughs> difficult to kind of look someone in the eye who's on the scooter for me.
1: Who is this that you're
0: Prince
2: Harry? (laughs) It's still still Prince Harry.
0: (laughs) You know, I respect the blokes on the scooters. I know they're having a tough time with the gig economy, but for me, the scooter, you know, I can't look one.
1: You know, I I feel like somehow I feel inclined to defend fellow redhead born in September 1984 who went to Afghanistan (laughs) and married a black woman slightly older than him. (laughs) Damn, you are the American Prince Harry. I just can't take this land. And I'm also balding (laughs) in the same spot. You know what? It all comes full fucking circle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You also, your mother
0: also had an affair with a British Army major. <laughs>
1: Fuck. God damn it!
0: Yeah, that's one of my favorite conspiracy theories about Dad that I feel might possibly be true because the amount that Prince Harry looks like James Hewitt uh, is kind sorry, of unreal. It's
2: definitely true. Like they, there was like there was like a kind of su- there was like a, a Sun cover like a long time like a long time ago when Harry was still a teenager, which did like a, mm. did a kind of side by side picture of them and. And it was like it was something like, you know, sort of di- like disgusting, suggesting that uh, our Queen of Hearts <laughs> had a, ha- had had an affair and that uh, Charles is not is not his dad. And you could tell that the that the picture desk could. Uh, deliberately-
0: Whereas like you need to see a picture of Major James Hewitt, Nate, because he, <laughs>
2: he
1: that is a British looking is, man.
2: That is that is a Prince Harry S ass dad yeah that's, that's who that is
1: yeah. oh my god that, uh, clearly i
0: mean for americans major james hewitt extremely ginger
1: whereas william clearly inherited the habsburg every gene that they all had like william is clearly charles's son oh, whereas yeah. yeah that absolutely looks like harry's dad let's be honest
0: yeah um because i mean james hewitt he's not a great looking man but he's better looking than prince charles true yeah which does sort of explain the harry william disparity <laughs> um yeah, I mean, they did the, the royal sort of age like milk, don't they? They're kind mm. of like William was sort of a good-looking like teenager, and then it's just
2: it's gone so, up a good. No, he was. A, he was, he, was a pretty I boy. just don't
1: understand why they didn't like stuff to treat male pattern baldness has existed mm. long enough. Like, is there some sort of rule in the royal family just, you just have to take it and deal with it? Like, you're not allowed to, like take fucking propecia or get a goddamn hair transplant. Like, Can't take testosterone blockers in case you become trans. <laughs> But it's, it's just like it's like they have enough money to like constantly renovate their like, their like nightmare palaces, you mm. know, once every quarter. But there's just like oh, but the corridors und- shift at night. It <laughs> would be untoward if you took a drug stop from looking like a balding statue. Well, like, it's just su- I, I always assume it. that
2: they're just like so genetically complicated because of the inbreeding that like if they mm. try to do it, then just like something awful would happen. Like if they had hair Like pugs then, like, or something. Like. Yeah, like, like, their, like their head might just like get infected and fall off.
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, the one one royal member of the royal family who tried to take Propecia turned into cousin it from the Adams family's <laughs> <Just> hair everywhere. <laughs> hey, we can't risk that. And how would he how would he open a open a children's facility if he looked like a hairy beast? This is not possible.
0: Surgeon <laughs> surgeon performing surgery on one of the royal family and just like vines start growing up
2: his arms. Like what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have to yeah, have like, special that's, that's doctors. The whole problem?
2: Like they actually don't know what they don't know what would happen. Mm. Like they try to they try to restore Prince Andrew's hair and they like cut off his ability to sweat that's right it's too (laughs) dangerous exactly
1: it's like well have you seen this film akira has a good (laughs) prediction of what might happen if one of us goes under the knife it's unthinkable
2: (laughs) this movie akira it's actually a lot like jazz
1: Well, I feel like we have, uh, we have touched, even if glancingly, we have touched on the Diana phenomenon. Would you it- like me to close out by
0: reading some comments from the Princess Diana Facebook group yes, that I joined? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes, do it. <laughs> so I found a post of uh, Catherine and William visiting the Taj Mahal and like William having a little cry. And then this woman called Pat Gordon has made a lengthy comment about how this is because he's sad about his mother. Um, and, then, and, then he, and then she blames Prince Charles for bringing the Rottweiler back into his life, by which I presume he means, she means Camilla. And then someone has replied, someone called Maury, replied, Pat, you are so right! Charles has no right to be king, and that woman should have stayed out of his life. Or, of course, Charles could have been a man and step aside.
3: Um, <laughs> oh, I know. People
0: are getting vicious in it. My favourite one, though, comes from uh, <laughs> Lillian Scott, who says, Diana was an innocent virgin when she married that pig camilla gives a better blowjob it's funny even a prince likes his dick better than his country <laughs> eight likes and Les- leslie box underneath has posted all caps he should have been made to stick to his wedding vows <laughs> and then lydia davies says super sexy i love this woman r.i.p
2: <laughs> so lydia Miss- davies respects the- respects the milf legacy <laughs>
0: That is absolutely right. <laughs> RIP to a MILF.
2: A MILF taken too Sorry, soon. Sorry, Les- Leslie Box.
0: Leslie Box, that's right.
2: That's not a That's not a real person's name. That's a bit.
0: I don't know what to tell you. No. Leslie Box, if you're listening, write in.
1: Uh, Thanks all... for being a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> how did that happen? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. But uh, yes, we appreciate <laughs> you. We appreciate that you yeah. like we our show you, we that hear much? You. Yeah. yeah, we do. We too communicate in all caps when we're yeah. mad about uh, the royal family and the wrongs perpetuated by Princess Charles, Princess Charles, Prince yeah. Prince Charles, and Princess yeah. Diana. So
0: Nate and I communicate in all caps sometimes, but it's only if we've sent each other a screenshot of something really annoying and have just written "Shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, <laughs> shut the fuck
1: up." It happens more often than you might think.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> think on your sins. Um, so. Uh, I think that about that about tears it.
1: Yeah, I think so. Mm. Thank you, Phoebe, for making time to talk Princess Diana, talk Ladi D with us. Mm.
2: Well, thank you so much for, for letting me come on and talk about Ladi D. Well,
1: D. Fucking Ladi D, is it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> but in Ladi D.
0: Queen of Arts, is it? I believe in a democratically elected head of state for arts. <laughs> it,
2: was our, it, was our, it was our less popular version of Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> the wet ass oh, no, princess. No, yeah, princess. Winds, Windsor ass princess. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Windsor ass pussy is actually A term for a kind of Merged vagina and anus Common with centuries
1: of uh, Inbreeding oh, you, You'll find that after seven generations Of brother and sister mating we've just developed a cloaca
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, It's quite convenient when you get used to it <laughs> um, Phoebe, do you have anything you'd like to plug?
2: Uh yes, uh I co-host uh ten thousand posts with Trash Future host Hussein. Uh, you can follow us sexy at Indian ten doctor. k <laughs> sexy, <laughs> sexy Indian doctor, sexy, sexy Indian doctor, and normal. Who also him. likes? Who also has made me go and listen to jazz? Yeah. Um, and you can follow us at ten k posts. and we are launching our patreon next week Mm. so if you'd like to support that you'll be probably already
0: be launched when this comes out i suspect
2: it probably will
0: um so check that out in the future by which i mean now so
2: check uh, but but by which you mean now and you can also check out me and milo seinfeld podcast where we talk about yeah
1: no we don't (laughs) we stay on topic about as well as we stayed on topic in this episode but you know what
2: yeah, pre- yeah, pretty it's much. Time. It's
0: called Masters of Our Dumb Men at Masters of Pod on Twitter. We also have a Patreon. You can subscribe to that. All right. Well, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Cheers. Oh, thank you very much. We'll end it on an Australian Cheers. note. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Good night, Lucy. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> oh, goodbye. <laughs>